Hey, Clarinet Corner podcast listeners. This is Tim here letting you know that we're sharing with you my recent appearance on In Focus with Carolyn Hutchison. She interviewed me about some very exciting guests that are going to be on a future episode of Clarinet Corner. I don't want to spoil the surprise, so listen to our talk and get ready for the special episode coming your way soon. From Troy Public Radio, this is In Focus, and I'm Carolyn Hutchison. Today, in honor of the Juneteenth holiday, we're bringing you a special conversation and show preview from the host of Clarinet Corner, Tim Phillips. Over a decade ago, Clarinet Corner host Tim Phillips began a half-hour program on Troy Public Radio dedicated to music and conversation about the woodwind instrument. Soon Phillips, who is also a professor in the John M. Long School of Music at Troy University, will mark his 500th episode of Clarinet Corner. And he has lined up a blockbuster interview with two special guests for the occasion. Tim Phillips, host of Clarinet Corner on Troy Public Radio, welcome to In Focus. Thank you so much. This is an exciting day for me. It's exciting because your program is how old now? Ten years old. We just did our 500th episode. And you are host of the Clarinet Corner podcast, which is how long? That one has started right after um, COVID. I think we're on 17, 18 episodes, started in 2022. Have you enjoyed doing this? Yes, I have. I mean, I love clarinet music. I love music in general, but clarinet music is my specialty. And years ago, I was talking to Troy composer Carl Volrath about all the CDs in my life. And I had so many because I collected them from the time I was in high school. And Carl suggested you should have a show because I love your CDs and you love them. Why not? This is an important day. This is Juneteenth. So as an illustration of these important people you're interviewing, share some of this. Well, I had on my show Anthony McGill, who's the principal clarinetist of the New York Philharmonic, and I've known him for many years. He was one of my first guests I had on my show years ago. And Anthony played at uh, Barack Obama's first inauguration with Itzhak Perlman and Yo-Yo Ma and Gabriela Montero, pianist. And in the summer of 2020, he did this protest, I guess you could call it a protest, a demonstration on YouTube. He played America the Beautiful in his house, just him, on on his clarinet. And uh, for the second half of the piece, he transformed to a minor key. And then he got down on both knees at the end of it as just a protest to what was going on. Because if you recall, during that time, there were a lot of uh, protests around the country in response to George Floyd and Breonna Taylor, and it was it was a time of unrest. And that was all within the pandemic. We were already all stressed out as a country, and then this stuff happened. And so I had my Anthony on my show again during that time to talk about this. 
And just recently in the past few months, I've come to know that Anthony has been working with Brian Stevenson, who is the founder and executive director of the Equal Justice Initiative in Montgomery. And he's also the person who's largely responsible for the Legacy Museum and the National Memorial for Peace and Justice in Montgomery. And they're kind of working together to try to use both music and their ideas to make the world a better place. Tim, we actually have an excerpt from Anthony McGill's conversation with you, and let's remind the listeners that he is the principal clarinetist of the New York Philharmonic, as well as the first African-American principal player. Mm -hmm. So I think we have an excerpt from your interview, so let's hear that right now. We'll listen to a clip here in a second of Anthony talking about a moment that happened to him that was a, certainly a moment that, that has never happened to me in my life. I talked to Brian about him having come down to Atlanta when he was in his 20s and he was a young lawyer and he was in his car and he was listening to music after a very stressful day of dealing with what he deals with as a lawyer. And a police officer knocked on the window and asked him to get out of the car and held a gun to his head because there had been some robberies in the area and they thought maybe he was the one who did it. He had nothing to do with it. And they searched his car illegally, and it was connected to music that moment. So we talked about that in the interview, and then I asked Anthony, has anything like this ever happened to you? He was like, boy, this ain't California, or something like that, because I didn't yield the right away. Because he was like, do you know why I stopped you? And I was like, no, officer. And I was you know, trying to be very respectful. And um, that's, that's what he said he stopped me for, but it was probably because it was late at night and I was driving a nice car at the time. <laughs> I was driving a BMW. In, but I was, in, you know, in northern Kentucky, and that was like, you know, 25 years ago. And he went to the back behind me, and then another cop car pulled up. But and he sat there, what felt what felt like an hour. It was probably only 30 minutes, 40 minutes. But it was it was long enough where I felt like he was pouring through my entire record if he could pull it, you know, De- deciding how he was gonna get me out of that car and have me do something wrong. Okay. So, or if I was going to make some sort of sudden move. So that was Anthony McGill. He is at the top of the classical music world by any measure. He's the principal clarinetist of the New York Philharmonic. He teaches at Juilliard. And he's describing this experience that he had. And it's, it's remarkable, the experience of the life that he's lived. And I think Brian had a lot of parallels with that in our discussion. And the surprising thing that we're learning is that music played a role in Brian Stevenson's life. Yes, absolutely. He had a piano in his house when he was young. When he was in college, the first college he went to, he conducted the gospel choir. Then he went to Harvard. He was a Harvard graduate. Uh, I asked him a little bit about his uh, early musical training. He had a beat-up piano in the house when I was a little tiny kid. And then we lost it. Uh, they just, they sold it because they needed the money. And then we got kind of an electric keyboard when I was about nine or 10 and I started playing it and then got very involved in music in church. And music for me was always just a portal to a better world, a bigger world that I could see outside my door. I grew up in a community where most of the adults didn't have high school degrees. It was just a lot of poverty and a lot of challenge. But in music, you could just bring that into that space and just imagine all of these great things. And uh, it was a very important part of my life growing up, you know, playing in churches and then in school and uh, in college. I was very active in the music program. 
it's interesting for me to hear about Brian's earlier days. And I mean, fast forward many years, he comes to Alabama and he starts advocating for people who don't have a voice, who don't have good legal representation, or people who have been sentenced to death row in Alabama who, if they can't afford legal representation at that point, they're not given legal representation. And Tim, it's interesting that music was sort of a gateway for both of these gentlemen, a Mm -hmm. gateway to a better life. There's so much humanity involved in what we do, and that really is the the driving vehicle behind all of the clarinet playing and all the music that's made. And so that's what excites me the most about the show and what it can be. Music is its own universal language. Mm -hmm. Tim, I want to thank you for being here with us today on this special day, Juneteenth, here at Troy Public Radio and sharing this remarkable interview with your listeners. Thank you very much. That was Troy University music professor and host of Clarinet Corner, Tim Phillips. He joined us with a preview of an upcoming interview and show with Brian Stevenson of the Equal Justice Initiative and Anthony McGill, principal clarinetist of the New York Philharmonic. You can tune in to Hear Clarinet Corner Monday nights on Troy Public Radio or subscribe to the podcast and never miss an episode. By the way, our show is also available as a podcast, which you can share with a friend on NPR One or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for joining us for In Focus today. We want to wish you a happy and safe Juneteenth. I'm Carolyn Hutchison, and this is Troy Public Radio.